Hey, hey, sister. I'm super excited to share today's episode with you. I have the amazing Sarah Walka here with me, who is the founder and head magic maker of the Sisters Enchanted, where it's their mission to make magic mainstream and help women conjure more joy and magic, of course, in their lives. So in this episode, Sarah and I talk about so many juicy things. She she shares about coming out of your spiritual closet, how to do that and how to own it. We also talk about using your intuition in business and infusing more spirituality into your business. So if you are down with the woo, which you probably are if you're listening to this podcast, then you are absolutely going to love this episode with Sarah. So we're going to welcome her on in just a moment. I have one more thing I want to share with you. I want to invite you to my new community on Facebook, if you have not heard, called Mystical Beings on the Rise. For those of you who want to go deeper into spiritual expansion, quantum manifestation, and deepening your gifts, strengthening your gifts, I should say. So come join us over there at Mystical Beings on the Rise. And also, if you have not signed up for my free resources on my website for manifestation, reprogramming your mindset, and sharing your message in a much bigger way, then go head over to spiritualbossbabe.com. And last but not least, if you are loving this podcast, if you've been binging on it and loving it and getting a lot of value out of it, please, please, please come let me know. Come say hi on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe. And also leave us a review on iTunes and share the love. I love you so much. And I can't wait to hear how much you love this episode. Welcome to the spiritual boss babe podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. All right. Welcome to the show, Sarah. I'm so excited to have you here and I can't wait for you to share your magic with everyone. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm super excited. I know we were just talking before we recorded this episode about your, what you're doing now with your business, with all of this magic and woo and spirituality and how you've really shifted paths in a big way before this. And I'm curious what really led you to, I guess, coming out of your spiritual closet and doing (laughs) what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, So I've been in this business now for three years. Prior to that, I owned a business where I did educational advocacy and consulting for kids with learning differences. Um, I went to school to be a teacher, got my master's in education, and I I love helping those kids. I loved doing that. 
but it was very stressful. It gave me so much anxiety. I like just didn't want to check my emails. I'd wake up dreading text messages from clients. I just didn't, I was like, this, this day needs to end every day. And I sort of got to thinking like, well, what do I love to do? You know, people ask that question of you, what would you spend your time doing if you could? And it's kind of, sometimes they feel like one of those questions, like, well, I'd probably sleep or something. But <laughs> after you've slept, I was like, well, I'm kind of like a weekend witch. I love tarot cards and crystals and incense and the moon and all of this stuff. And I actually, um, I bought my first tarot deck when I was 15 in Disney World, which is a whole other story. But uh, so I had already been into it. And someone suggested like, well, why don't you, you know, chase down that? And I was like, that can't be a business. That's not a thing. And they were like, sure, anything can be a business. So fast forward, I just leap of faith kind of started the sisters enchanted and about 18 months in it was replaced and exceeded um, my other business. And I was about to have child number two. And I was like, well, we're closing the doors on the education business. That's giving me so much stress. So yeah, it was really just a big a leap of faith and a complete sort of out of thin air idea that I, I ran with and intuitively followed that path. And, and here I am. That's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Do you feel like once you started to, well, it sounds obviously like that was way more in alignment with you and your path because it was what felt really good to you. For sure. You know, do you feel like when you, um, you really just honored that shift and honored your passion for all of this, that it fell into place quite quickly or was that kind of a bumpy journey? How did that look? Yeah. So, and I know that you talk about this a lot, you know, um, do, making choices that are in alignment with you following, following that path. And for sure it's, I, the, my business grew quickly and far exceeded any expectation that I had for it at all. I still remember the day that I kind of was just on my computer and looked at my PayPal account, you know, and I was like, wait a second, this is a business. <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, it's not just a, a weird one-off thing. This is a real thing that I have going here. And for sure, once it was, you know, making this choice, well, making the choice to do the thing that I love to do, and then following the, the thing that was in alignment with me, where obviously that that other business, my body was telling me all the time through anxiety, sleeplessness, just, you know, nausea, whenever my phone would ring. Um, and this always felt easy. And that's not to say there's not bumps in the road, mm-hmm. but those, they come and go more easily. I'm better able to tackle them. Um, so t- making that choice to do the thing that felt right, definitely, I, I would say that being more alignment with being more in alignment with that business choice, I've seen with the the two side by side that this one has been much easier to uh, not only get off the ground, but sustain. And I love doing it. Like I love sitting down and, and getting to work and getting to work on content and talk to people. I absolutely love it. And I, I don't have that that same visceral, like, get me away from this reaction. <laughs> That's so awesome. And it allows you a lot more freedom to be with yeah. your family and stuff too, I'm sure. So do sure. you, so what, what do you, um, really like, what is your main teachings? Would you say, I mean, I know I'm sure it's like a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
we actually, being three years in, have had all these different things come through and uh, recently sort of put everything together into one kind of pathway, which I'm calling holistic witchery. And the idea is, is that we are open and accepting of people of all different belief systems. My kind of qualifier is that you're just not a mean person, you know, <laughs> you don't just attack people. It's really our only qualifier. But we have people in our community that identify with all different backgrounds, belief systems. And I really come at it from the point or the, the standpoint that everybody can benefit from a little bit of witchery in their life, I think, a little bit of magic, um, a little bit of you know, more faith in the natural world around you and following those intuitive insights, following that little path of alignment that might seem crazy, but having the faith to do it. And I think that adding just that that smattering of, of witchery into your everyday can really sort of just boost everything in your life all around. So that's kind of the lens that we look at all of our teachings from. Uh, but we look at, again, a, like you said, a wide variety of topics. So we talk about everything from tarot to, you know, making magic candles and incense and crystals and all that good stuff to working with the moon and the chakras and really honing your own energy and changing your own life with mm -hmm. your own, your own energy. I love all of this, of course, <laughs> do all of the same stuff and it's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so like what, so, so what, what advice do you have for people who like really want to enhance their intuition more and really develop that stronger spiritual connection to all of these different elements of an energy work? And yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, so we are all intuitive beings, which I'm sure most people listening to this, I've heard someone say that before. We all have an intuition. We're all intuitive. We're all meant to be intuitive. Uh, but fear, our egos, uh, the opinions of others really get in the way of listening to that intuition. You know, I don't know how many times somebody has that even when I started my other business, which was very sort of, I guess, I don't want to say boring, but like very standard and regular, you know, people were like, you can't start your own business. That's crazy. Um, who are you to do that? And we hear, we come against all of these ego, logic, fear-based things. And when we learn to sort of put that into a container and just feel in our own body, feel sort of in our own, our own energy, our own thought system, what thought do you think that feels con that you feel content thinking, you know, and that's when you're able to listen to your intuition. So taking aside all this other stuff that logically might tell you something doesn't make sense, something might be crazy and sort of taking time to slow down and just breathe and be aware of that content feeling in your body. And then what comes to mind for you when you're in that place of contentment? Mm. And that is a, a thread to follow. Uh, and one of the first steps, I think, to kind of opening yourself up to being more intuitive, being more in alignment with, with spirit or the universe or whatever anybody wants to call it, receiving those messages. I think it's just quieting down and seeing what just feels sort of content and not uh, when we have these big emotions, you know, that's kind of worldly stuff coming in the way. Mm -hmm. And that sort of place of like 
this feels right. I don't know why it feels right. I'm not going to put logic on it. I'm not going to overthink it. It just seems right. And it doesn't mean you have to quit your job and start a witch business tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I did, uh, but follow the thread and see what the next, what the next thing is. And the more you trust that and the more you follow it, the better able you are to hear your intuition. Mm, that's so powerful. So true. And you're speaking to me as well, because there's been a lot of things that have coming up for me. I'm like, I feel a little crazy, but, (laughs) um, which brings me to the next thing, like to, to, you know, lead into this, you know, I know I'm not the only one who, when intuition comes up, sometimes, sometimes you don't want to listen to it because uh, it doesn't always make sense. Or it's something that you, your mind doesn't necessarily want. Does that make sense? Yeah, for like, real. For, example, for me, like in the past, for me, when it, when it came to relationships, like that's like the best example I could give. Cause like, I, what I was just knew, thinking, like I knew when I needed to end something, right. Like, you know, my gut, my intuition was telling me, but my mind was like, or whatever, my heart, whatever, didn't want to, or like wanted to wait or whatever for a hot minute until I was finally like, no, oh, well, yeah, it's time. <laughs> Yeah, I think that happens to all of us. And I think that comes back to that idea, again, where we are surrounded by all of this logical stuff. Um, And sometimes, you know, your intuition might tell you something, but there's not, there's a reason why you physically as a human can't really do that thing quite yet. You know, your intuition might scream at you, it's time to leave this relationship, but really like maybe you have a house together or you have a child or something. And there's just a reason why you can't just walk out the door. You know, we still have this world to live in. Mm. So I think that in those moments when, and then something even more basic, like maybe intuitively in a business specifically, you might get crazy idea to like have this program or this offering. And you're like, that makes no sense. And I've never done that. And that's really scary. And so you kind of put it on the, the, the side burner, you know, it's a little less regular life stuff. It's, it's more creative stuff. I think that not losing sight of it, maybe writing it down somewhere where you can come back and look at it and think, you know, what, what are the human roadblocks to this right now? And what's something small that maybe I can do to open up this intuitive insight, you know, this feeling that I'm getting, if it's a relationship, you know, like, I think now is the time, but I don't know, I'm, I'm scared. This, I don't really know how to do this. Um, Maybe taking a small step, like, well, what would it look like for me to explore my own apartment? Like, what would it look like for me to apartment shop online? Maybe I'm not I'm not leaving. I'm not walking out, but what does this feel like? Or if it's a crazy business idea, you know, what would it feel like to write out this offering on a piece of paper? And then maybe you roll with it. Maybe you don't, but there are definitely times and it happens to everybody where there's just this ego, there's fear. There's just the real world where you're like, I can't do that. What if I can't pay my bills this month? If I do that thing, Mm. um, but I think writing it down. And so you're still allowing it to be there. You're not dismissing it. You know, you didn't say like, I don't trust myself. It's there. You can honor it in a different way. And again, go back to following that thread. Even if you don't just chase your intuition down, it'd be really cool if we all could do that, but yeah, we have this whole world to live in. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. That makes total sense. It's just like, following the path and understanding that some things there's like divine timing and all that stuff that comes into place. So it's just like being aware, I feel like is like the number one thing, just having the awareness of what 
your intuition, what your gut is telling you. Yeah. And even if it feels crazy, you know, if it's like totally out of left, left field and you're, you're like, where is this thought coming from? Instead of saying, you know, to yourself, that's crazy. Why am I thinking this? It's kind of like, that's interesting. Why am I thinking this? Mm. And then, you know, circling back to it when, when you're able to. Yeah. I've even had like, you know, when I wanted to move across country the first time, I'm just thinking of all the times when, well, then like my intuition was like, yes, girl, do it. <laughs> and like, it was like, oh, I don't know. I'm scared. And then once you do, it's like, ugh, awesome. Yeah. And it falls more into place. Yeah. And then, and just doing that one thing opens up so much more for you. I know just the, the moment that I really made the plan that I was going to close my other business, even though I had been building, I, I built this business side by side with the other for a while. Um, but the moment that I was like, all right, this is the date on the calendar that I'm not doing that thing anymore. Just making that decision. I mean, my, my, following went up, my income went up and I was doing the same things I had been doing, um, which is, you know, it sounds all very like woo and manifesty and whatever. But I think that when you are on that, that kind of soul's thread where, where your soul wants to go, I really do think that these things just open up and it's also a weight off of your shoulders and you just feel better every day when you're like, Oh, I can breathe doing this. You know, I made this choice and I can breathe now. And when we're not making these choices that are kind of soul centered or in alignment with ourselves, that's when we feel like we have that elephant on our chest all the time. It's like, Oh, something's not quite right. And just allowing yourself to be able to be like, Oh, this feels so good. Just that, you know, you, you just innately will start to do more things that feel good because you Mm. feel a little bit good right then. Um, so yeah, just following that that intuition for sure opens up all kinds of doors. Yeah, and and I feel like the feeling good part plays a big role in like all areas of your life, especially your business. And that's probably, you know, well that is why you've seen so much success in your own business of like focusing on feeling good and doing what makes you feel freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so do you help people as well like follow their intuition when it comes to growing their spiritual business? Yeah, for sure. So when I do work with uh, women on business, often when they have an an idea or they have a, like a thought around something, I'll kind of pose the question to them, why do you want to do, do this? Like, like, just tell me why. Let's look at that why. That's always my big question is whether it's something small, like changing an email service or whatever to launching a course or talking about a thing. I'm like, why is it because you're feeling like you're floundering and you don't know what to do? So you're just trying to pick something Mm -hmm. or is it because this is what you really need to do and you know, you need to do it, um, kind of on an intuitive level and it's the next logical step. And I think when we take a second to stop and ask, why am I doing this thing? Is it because my like ego self is just grasping at straws or is it really because what I should be doing? So for sure, intuition in business um, is is ridiculously important, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, at every like people like you and I that have our you know our businesses where we work with people, we're online. Um, but even uh, brick and mortar businesses, big companies, you know, those people they they hire whole teams to help them sort of navigate their creative impulses, and that's why they have those big teams because mm-hmm. they're they have these creative ideas and then other people have to <laughs> just filter them out, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, 
intuition in business is major and definitely something that uh, comes up. Yeah. A lot. So how do you, how do they <laughs> decipher? How do you help people decipher the difference between something that they want to do because they feel like they need to do it or they're just like grasping for anything like yeah. you said, or <laughs> if it's really like an intuitive pull. Yeah. I hope so that's I think, like the same question as before. I'm like applying it to business in a sense of like, cause I feel like I get this question a lot as well. When people, yeah. I don't really know what I should be focusing on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, there's so much. Um, no, I, I, I see what, where you're coming from. So I, again, it is that, that answer of asking why, but then if you're a person listening to this or, you know, anybody anywhere uh, that, and you might even sort of trick yourself. And the first answer that comes up is because that's what I need to do. You know, I need to do it to make this work. I need to do it to make this work. I can't do this other thing until this. And then just keep asking that question. Why? Well, why can't you make that other thing work? You know, or if, if you say, well, it's, it's going to fail or it has been failing, it hasn't been working then ask again, well, what's the evidence of that? Why do you know that? And sort of keep asking these what, why kind of based questions and keep going, going, going until you, you know, you feel like, which is a little harder to do when you're just doing it on yourself. Cause it's so easy to trick ourselves, totally. you know, into answering your own questions, but like find a friend and ask some why and what questions, um, but keep going until you kind of get to the root of it. And if there's a place where you're finally like, all right, there is no other question to be asked. This is going to get me this result. This is going to make me feel this way. This is going to you know, have this larger you know, effect on something. And it feels good when you think about it, you come back to that idea of contentment. You think about taking the action, you've asked all the what and why questions, and it still feels good. You feel relaxed talking about it. Then that's, you know, that's an intuitive business move. If you're still getting anxiety around it, you can't seem to answer the questions. You don't, you know, eventually like three questions in, you're like, well, I don't know. I just need to make money or I just need whatever. Um, yeah. And that's a definite pause to be like, all right, well, that's very ego driven. Um, we do all need to make money. Yeah. But we want to do the things that are going to make us feel good and follow that intuitive thread. So yeah, just keep um, peeling back like those layers of why am I doing this? What's the result going to be? What's my expected outcome of this? And again, just why, 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 why? Um, and then sit with that last thing and be like, okay, so do I feel like I can breathe? Or do I feel like I've just been put through, you know, like a car wash and, mm. <laughs> and then it's, you know, stressful, more stressful. Yeah, no, I, I love that. It's a good explanation. I'm curious, like your take on how to like really put yourself out there and market your business and attract clients coming from the perspective of like energy and intuition. Cause, uh, you know, I know a lot of people get stuck on the strategy part of it. And I personally believe that it's like 80, 90% energy yeah. <laughs> and 20% strategy. Yeah. Um, no, I would agree with you that I think that, um, that's one of the things that I really talk to people about is that they think they're thinking too much most of the time. Mm -hmm. Like you're just thinking way too much, way. <laughs> like, yeah, way too much. Um, it's, it shouldn't be that hard. Um, no, I think that the, and the energy I think works in, um, multiple sort of ways. One, if you're in a business that feels good to you, you, you're intuitively led there your that is going to show to whoever stumbles upon you people are going to see that and they're going to be like oh this person's really excited about this you know they're 
they love this. They want to keep talking to me. So your actual kind of like energy that's received by people just that are looking at you, perceiving you, hearing you, they're going to notice that. And then when we talk kind of more spiritual and woo centered in terms of the energy we're putting out there, you know, to, to receive things back in, I think that the more that we stress out about things, just the more stressful things are going to come our way. Mm. Uh, and one of the things we also talk about a lot at the Sisters Enchanted, my, my business is um, astrology. Mm. And so the planet Jupiter rules abundance. And one of the things we teach around Jupiter is that you'll always receive abundance, but it's going to be in whatever way you think you're abundant in right now. Mm. So if you think you're abundant in no followers, no business, no money, you're just going to keep getting more of that. But when you're like, oh, I'm so abundant in ideas. I'm so abundant in people who want to receive my ideas. So even, um, you know, like we have all these woo spiritual manifesting things, but looking at Western astrology, which has been around for, for, you know, ever now, um, we see it there too, with this idea of energy and abundance. So attracting what you already think you're abundant in um, energy wise. But yeah, no, I think that, like you said, it's totally like 80% energy and on all these different levels. I mean, what you think is happening for you is what you're going to have happen. And also when you're psyched about what you're doing, the people that see you are going to be really pumped about it also. It's so true. And it's so true. And I like, I want to touch on a couple things that you said from when you said um, abundance in whatever you're focusing on, basically what you're saying, what I'm hearing you say is there's really no lack. There's an abundance of lack if that's what you're focusing on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we do that to ourselves in so many ways. I mean, just like, I mean, who hasn't at some point in their time, in their lifetime had like that stack of unopened mail that you were like, I'm not going to open this. And now it might be emails or like voicemails (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. We have this stack and we're like, um, somewhere there's a stack of something haunting me. Um, and we just see it, but we're seeing like, oh crap, I have an abundance of bills sitting there that I've not paid. And we're getting more of that. And, uh, and, and it's the same with business, you know, when you're like, oh crap, I just have an abundance of confusion and an abundance of tech problems and an abundance of no followers, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like that's what, that's what we're going to get more of. And so whether it's like law of attraction stuff, spiritual stuff, woo woo astrology, that's, that's, you know, kind of across the board, that idea that what you think you're abundant in, you're going to get that abundance right back. And yeah, abundance isn't always money. Abundance can be um, an abundance of joy getting on a live stream. You know, you feel really abundance of confidence. So maybe you don't have an abundance of cash right now, but you can summon an abundance of confidence to get started. Mm -hmm. And then that turns eventually, hopefully into an abundance of cash to follow. Yeah. That makes total sense. And that's why it's so important to do the mindset stuff too. Yes. Mindset, energy, healing, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so, and you work a lot with teaching people how to use different tools to amplify their intentions, I'm assuming with the yeah. <laughs> magic. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, candles, crystals, crystal grids, candles. Um, I think the thing that, uh, one of the things that we do a lot more of than a lot of communities that I see is probably around like candle sort of work. Um, yeah, like just, and it can be so easy where you just literally hold a candle in your hands and like see sort of your energy and the energy of the idea that you have or the energy of the thing you want to have, um, the energy of confidence, of community, of um you know, abundance in the way that you want to be abundant, sort of see that going into the candle and light it. And you can light it a little bit over several days, you know, however long the candle lasts for. There's no like, you'll see all these things. It's like the candle has to be this long or this big or whatever, which is totally not the case. It can just, you know, you can light it whenever you feel like you can light it. Um, but the idea is, is that every time you light it, you sort of pause again and make that connection, you know, and that's like your beacon, literally your beacon of light that you're kind of like, all right, I'm lighting this intention right now. I'm going to focus on it for a few minutes. Um, and maybe you let it stay lit while you're working or while you're you know, getting ready in the morning or, or whatever it is. Um, but that's one of the tools that we definitely encourage people to work with. And you can get so fun and creative with candles. You can write on them, you yeah. can carve things in them, you can put them in the middle of a crystal grid. If you're a person who uses like tarot cards or oracle cards, put a choose a card that represents what you'd, you know, like to feel or whatever, and, and put that with it. Um, candles are a really uh, quick tool to use, but also just so magical to look at. And like I said, they really are their own beacon of light, you know, that you're creating for yourself. So like you've, how long, how did you get into all of like learning all <laughs> rituals and crystal grids and like, has it been something you've been like, just kind of diving into and nerding out on like through your whole journey or do you like yeah. often make up your own rituals yeah well so I like to say that um because I bought my first tarot deck when I was in Disney World as a teenager Same. um Not Disney, a teenager <laughs> yeah and so I like to say that like I don't know I've been a witch since before it was cool to be a witch um <laughs> back in the day when it wasn't so cool um no, I've just been reading books and then, you know, when the internet came out back with like dial up AOL and like weird internet forums, you know, I'd be in there like scoping stuff out. Mm -hmm. um, but just kind of learning and doing as I went along and, and now, and this is what I really teach people is that no matter what you read, what you consume or learn, it really just matters that you do something that makes you feel good, makes you feel excited and like you are expanding your own energy. Mm -hmm. So we can read all these books, like take courses, whatever, and learn all these strategies, which are great and fun and informative and really can, uh, can, can help a person build their own sort of spirituality and their, their own, uh, their own practice or their own ritual system or whatever. But it really just comes down to what, what is going to make you feel like your highest self right now? What's going to make you feel really energized? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just have been, um, I'm trying to get how old I am. It's been like 18 years now that I've just been wow. <laughs> reading. Uh, I used to buy these witchcraft books with my, my lunch money allowance at a discount. Oh bookstore. <laughs> Instead you're of just like me. Like when I was a teenager, <laughs> I like obsessed over all kinds of books. Like that's when I started, like when I was like about 14, 15, 
I like got my first deck of Oracle cards and then I like became obsessed with learning about energy work and uh, psychic abilities. And I had like all these books. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's always people, I get this question a lot. Like, how did you know, or like, what, when was this a thing for you? And, um, and I'm like, I think it's just, it was always there. I don't, it was never not there. And Mm -hmm. I think with two kind of owning that and not walking away from it and starting this business really was in complete alignment with, you know, who I am. Um, but it's interesting. Cause like, I feel like exactly the same, like how you just said, when you stepped into this, it was so in alignment. The same thing for me when I stepped into the spiritual boss babe stuff, it's like, cause before that I was doing fitness, but it was like, it was like, we kind of gave ourselves permission to come out of the spiritual closet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so weird. Like people still, um, we, I just opened an in-person actually classroom here where I live with um, two other people and it's still strange, you know, when I'm like trying to network and build, have people come in and and people are kind of like, so what do you do? And like the landlord, he was like, so is there incense involved? Cause (laughs) like you share this feeling with other people and people still don't quite get it. I'll get the question a lot where, you know, people will be like, so this mean like you're a Wiccan like what does and not that there's anything like wrong with that but it's just the the perception people have you know that they don't have any other perception that they just have this one like very pigeonholed perception of what sort of a I guess non-mainstream spiritual person is still even in this world where there's you know, so much progress and change. Um, so it's totally even now coming out of the spiritual closet, even though I'm definitely out, uh, people still sometimes throw me off with the questions they ask or (laughs) the way they look at me. And I'm like, um, I'm really nice. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think helped you come out of the spiritual closet? Cause I, it's, I like literally get asked this a lot too, but with clients that are, and, and students that are like, you know, they, they know they have a big purpose and mission and they're not fully, some of them aren't fully like ready to guess share things on their personal page or like really go in or you know what I mean yeah no I get that stuff like with the woo stuff yeah I get it we um had this little like blurb done about um, myself and another person in a local newspaper and part of me was like what if my past tutoring clients and like education (laughs) what if they see it and then my friend was like well of course they're gonna see it and I was like well, yeah, but that's still, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know? Um, So yeah, it's, I just, I think that at the end of the day, you don't have to do anything in one sitting, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to go on your personal profile and be like, Hey, I'm a woo person. Like I'm (laughs) a spirit and pulling Oracle cards or you don't have to do that. Um, And I think that just sort of, knowing that trusting yourself to know when it's the right time to say things to people and when it's not. I feel like we all are going to have those people in our lives, like, you know, grandfather, so-and-so or uncle, whoever, that's going to be like, this is not okay. What are you doing? And I think it's just kind of picking and choosing your battles. And there's nothing to, there's nothing wrong with not choosing to fight a battle. You know, there's nothing wrong with being like, this is my job. This is what I do. This is my career. It's what I'm passionate about. And when you speak to those people, those people are going to be receptive to you. And it's, it's Mm -hmm. okay, in my opinion, to just 
sort of, you know, over time, take a little bit longer if you need to, to kind of get out of the broom closet fully Mm -hmm. and announce to all your friends and family, like, this is what I'm doing. Um, I know that in the early stages, especially when I had a different business and was transitioning, you know, my grandparents in particular were like, what are you doing now? And they're already confused about the internet (laughs) and whatever. And and I was like, well, you know, personal development sort of stuff. And I just over time was like, and we talk a lot about the lunar cycles and <laughs> these here cards that I have that are so inspiring. And, you know, just baby steps. There's there's nothing wrong with like just taking your time and and making it still feel good along the way, even though it can be a little, a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I did when I started coming out as well. It was kind of like a gradual thing, like started to share about law of attraction stuff, yeah. <laughs> started to share about crystals and started to make my pendants. Yeah. So it was like yeah. a gradual and then it was like, ah, fuck it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why now I'm like, I used to be in the very beginning. Um, cause I've always like been interested in this stuff and I would like my mom, you know, I, I would always hide my like witch books and my mattress. <laughs> I was afraid like what she was going to think or whatever. And so she was like, you know, it was, fine but I did have a couple family members that when they would come over um for holidays and things I'd be like all right what's out like what do I need to kind of like duck away a little bit just so I don't have that confrontation Mm. um you know it it took it was a progression so now it's a non-issue you know where I'm just like yeah just let my freak flag fly I guess but yeah um, like this is who (laughs) I am take it or leave it yeah yeah but you know like I said there's no no need to start a fight if you feel like it's not going to get you anywhere you know um uh, we have a, a saying in our community where we say, do not engage. Like, cause there's always, it happens on like my live streams or there'll be some troll that comes on and we'll say, Oh my God. Yeah. And so we have this saying, we're like, do not engage. <laughs> so when you go on your personal page. Oh no, this is like on my public page. Yeah. My personal page now is, um, is that my friends and family, like they're, they're pretty cool. And so not an issue, but like, uh, any like Instagram live or Facebook live or YouTube live. sometimes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh. On Instagram. We definitely really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. But, um, so we just, we just hit the block button quick and yeah, go with the do not engage. <laughs> yeah. That's the best no. thing you can do. Not worth it. You know, it's not, it's not worth like giving your energy away at all. No. Then you're going to be more abundant and more trolls than true. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a, it's so interesting to hear it. Like all of this is like <laughs> coming out of your spiritual closet, using your intuition. Do you, so when people are working on growing their spiritual business as well, um, how, do they stay like, how would you say to stay like in your truth and power if people close to you don't necessarily get it? Like how you were saying, like when it comes to your business, you know, cause yeah. like I, I have dealt with this in the past and started to like obviously fully own it. And my parents still don't fully get everything that I do, which is like totally fine. But I know for a lot of people it's, challenging because they feel like they need to defend themselves or they need to explain themselves um, or they end up holding back? Yes. Yeah. That's a good question. With stuff. 
Yeah. Um, well, one thing I think is really important is to learn who your supporters are in business, like right away. <laughs> who are those people that, you know, have a community that is going to, you can go there and be like, hey, I took this first step. I did this thing or I'm, I'm offering this thing or I'm being trained in whatever or I'm really, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, because there's a, particularly people that might be in your community, you have this whole like digital aspect to a business, which people don't understand to begin with. And then having the spiritual aspect too. And it's just like two blank faces staring at a lot of people when you try to explain it, you know? And so I think knowing who your people are, the people having friends that are online business owners, um, and, or if you're, you know, in person, if you're a spiritual business owner, having friends that are also spiritual business owners that are also online business owners mm-hmm. because um, your brick and mortar friends really aren't going to get the online stuff, you know, cause it is similar, but also does have its unique nuances and differences and uh, and non-spiritual people typically just are not going to get the spiritual thing right away. So I think my biggest piece of advice is just knowing who your supporters are and going to them. So if you know that like your friend, whoever is not a supporter, that's not the person you should text or like be like, Hey, let's go celebrate. I did this amazing thing. Like, just don't even do that because they're, you know, they might not be horrible to you, but they are probably not going to give you the the support that you want or like the affirmation you're looking for Mm -hmm. because they don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think stand in terms of standing in your truth and power, the first thing is just knowing who is going to be your supporter and who's going to be a detractor and know to go to your supporters because the more you go to your detractors and try to get them to be your supporters, the harder, like the harder you're going to take those hits and you're just going to be like, I'm not good enough. This isn't good enough. Nobody gets it. Um, but having those supporters identifying them and sort of just always going to them, I think is going to help you to stand in your truth because those are the people that are going to be like, yes, you're awesome. Keep doing it. And when we look for supportive feedback from detractors who don't typically they're not out to detract from your energy, but that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just like a, again, do not engage, like just don't go there and yeah. find those supporters. And I think that that is really the the foundation to being able to stand in your truth. Um, and then when you, you know, you do have those things coming from family members or friends who just don't get it and making it difficult for you to say, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is my business. You know, it's my life. It's my livelihood. It's what I'm changing the world with. Whenever these things happen where you're like, oh crap, like that person really just got me down a little bit. You have that group of supporters then to go to mm. and say like, oh my goodness, this just happened let me tell you about it. And then those people will be like, oh yeah, they're wrong. <laughs> You're so great. You know, and they'll lift you back up again. So I think just identifying your supporters early on is very helpful to standing in your truth in business, mm. particularly spiritual online business. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I love the way you explained that. Cause I feel like you can apply that to calling in your soulmate clients too. Yes. Like, you know, when you're speaking and you're sharing your message online or in video, focus on speaking to the supporters, to (laughs) AKA soulmate client, not the people who you don't want to work with. Yes. Yes. Yep. Supporters versus detractors. That's something that we 
talk about here and there and the different things that I teach and we work with, um, but in all areas of life. Yeah. Your clients, definitely. Which ones are sort of the supporters that want to, they want to hear, they want to show up. They're excited yeah. when you're on a live. They're like, Oh, I missed your live stream by five. Yeah. Minutes. That's your supporter. The detractor that's like, uh, you're never on like at the time zone that works for me. And why can't you like answer all eight of my emails that <laughs> anything like that's a detractor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's so true. That's so awesome. And it makes sense. And it's really <laughs> helpful. Cause like, you know, it's easy for people to get in their head and like worry about what people think and, you know, even when I first started going on video myself too, like I was really scared. I'm like, Oh my God, like what if people don't like me? What if they don't get it? Yeah. You know, having like those supporters is everything. And it reminds you of like, of like how you should just not give a fuck about the, about what anyone else (laughs) thinks. Like, you know what I mean? For sure. You're not for them. And like, I feel like the more you accept yourself, the more you accept all of who you are, the easier it is for you to stand in your power, the easier it yes. is for you to really show up and share your message like loud and proud. Definitely. Definitely. So and it's more of those supporters. Yeah. Yeah. It's all of that. And um, yeah, the more that you're in your truth, the more, the more that the right people will hear you uh, and those supporters will keep coming. And then in the beginning, you know, find, find those people yeah. <laughs> in your life to help you out for sure. Yeah. There's Facebook groups for that. There's like (laughs) communities in real life, most places, you know, where like spiritual conscious people connect. Definitely. Definitely. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Find those supporters. Yeah. I'm so grateful for like in-person stuff too. Yeah, yeah, we have. I live in um, an area where um, we were talking before where I live pretty, I'm in a pretty nice area between Boston and New York. So there's a lot of different options and things around here. And we do tend to be a little like more on the witchy side of things. <laughs> so uh, we, we just opened up our um, our classroom space or we just rented it anyway. So I have the keys. It's, it's still empty. I got to <laughs> now furnish it and everything. But yeah, we're definitely, you know, I think in-person stuff is so important and something that we hear in our community over and over again is like people just looking. It's like, I live here. Is there anybody within an hour of me, you know, and trying to find trying to find people to um, meet up with and get to know in real life. So I think people are starting to crave that in-person connection. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing like it. Like online is totally different. I think it's really cool that you have an in, like a, like a physical location too. Yeah. We're working on it. Just got the keys, like I said, but we're calling it the, the classroom. Um, and uh, trying to see like what the big vision is and how we can have more. <laughs> um, but for now, one is one is good. Uh, and um, yeah, a couple of our online programs, we're going to hold uh, a graduation event there. So if they, you know, people want to come out, it's optional. They can come out. But we're really, we're excited. I'm excited. I say we, I have um, my astrologer. He lives locally. Uh, I've got like a whole team of people that live locally that are involved with this now. So that's so cool. A bunch of us. Yeah. The soul family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. That's beautiful. The work that you're doing and like the message that you're spreading and like really just like helping people <laughs> activate their magic and yes. like own it. It's really awesome. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. I appreciate yeah. it. Is there anything else that you would like to share with everyone listening where they could find you? Anything you have for them? To like yeah, we, or- you can find us at the sistersenchanted.com. Um, you can also search us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all the sisters enchanted. Um, our YouTube channel, if you're interested in like astrology, there's a whole a series on there. We do way more than that, but we've got a good astrology series oh, on that. So uh, I can't YouTube. wait to check it out. Um, <laughs> uh, and then on our website, the sistersenchanted.com, we have a little opt-in, like a freebie, color yourself witchy, it's called. And it's basically like um easy magic making it's a pdf and uh, it's like um circle casting and the elements very witchy and magical i uh, love it right there on the front page of the sisters enchanted.com but um yeah we're really uh, a good group of people a night like i said kind open and affirming to all sorts of different belief systems there's not like one sort of magical background in our community it's very wide variety of of, of backgrounds of people. So that's come so hang good. with us. Awesome. <laughs> so good. So for everyone listening, I'm going to post Sarah's links in the show notes. So go check her out, connect with her on Facebook, YouTube, all the things and dive into what she's teaching and sharing. Cause it's obviously pretty freaking magical <laughs> to check out those, uh, YouTube astrology videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dive into it. It's good stuff. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and for sharing all this with us. It was so amazing connecting with you and having you here. And I appreciate you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day. Thank you.